what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to RTBP. Today is a really fun episode. I'm talking with David Yontef from the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast. And we're talking about Summer House, specifically Hannah Burner leaving slash quitting and slash getting fired from Summer House. And then we also talk about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's rumored reunion. Two super quick things that I wanted to mention before we get to this episode is today it was released that Ariana Grande married her boyfriend of like a year and a half, Dalton Gomez, who I believe is a real estate agent in the LA area and like he's super low profile on social media and stuff like that and when we were talking about Jen and Ben and who we think Jennifer should date next we kind of talked about how maybe she should date a nobody not a nobody because like obviously she needs like a super strong man she's like amazing but just maybe someone that's out of the spotlight and it seems like Ariana Grande like successfully did that so congrats to them they got married in Montecito with like a wedding party of less than 20 people so I really hope we get to see pictures I know that we might not be privy to that because it was such a small gathering but I really like all of the gowns she wears on red carpets and I bet her wedding gown was really beautiful so I hope we get a little bit of a sneak peek when they're ready for us And then the other thing that I wanted to mention just about Hannah Burner was that she released the news that this was happening on Friday afternoon slash evening, which is now what is called as the Friday news dump. And we definitely speculate, David and I, that they like mutually agreed to part ways or they just didn't really ask her back and that she's kind of spinning it like it was her choice that she outgrew the tv show and I just think that maybe this is one of the biggest indicators that that is not the case because the Friday news dump is basically when celebs post information that they need to announce but want everyone to be busy on the weekend to not notice or just other like bigger news stories like eclipse their announcement so I thought that was really really interesting and nothing really has come up since none of the cast has really spoken out about it so I hope that we get to hear more as the weeks go on. For a little bit of personal news, I booked my first vaccine appointment. If you don't know, I live in Canada, in Victoria, BC, and this is just really exciting news because we've had a little bit of a slower rollout, and I feel like I talk about on the podcast so often how, you know, tough this past year has been and this is just kind of a big milestone in COVID time so I just wanted to let you all know that I'm getting vaccinated in two weeks and I'm very very excited. I also finished that teaching English as a foreign language course that I talked about at the beginning of the year and this weekend is a long weekend so lots of things to look forward to. Speaking of long weekends, I don't have anything super planned for the next episode of the podcast. So if there's any topic you want me to talk about, slide into my DMs and let me know. Okay, I think it's time to introduce our guest. 
David Yontef is the host of the Always in the News podcast, Behind the Velvet Rope, a five day a week podcast where he interviews all of your favorite TV stars and pop culture icons from the Real Housewives, actors, musicians, Bravo Lebs, drag queens, and more. And it was really nice to chat to him about reality TV. Let's get to the show. I'm back with a very special guest. David Yonta from the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast is here. David, how are you? I am doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well, too. Happy that it's the weekend. It's the weekend. It's been a busy <laughs> week having some coffee. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. It's early here on the West Coast. You're in New York, Yeah. Right? Yeah, so it's midday for you it's midday but like this day has just gotten away from me already I have so much work to do this weekend and somehow I'm like how is the day half over can you tell the listeners and and me since this is our first time meeting a little bit about yourself so now I am the host of the behind the velvet rope podcast it is a five day a week Monday through Friday interview show mostly in the Bravo verse it's mostly with Bravo celebrities. It's other reality TV stars. It's like pop culture icons. Like we've had Perez Hilton and Janice Dickinson, music. We have some huge names coming up, some things coming up this summer. But, you know, it's really just an interview. So like when I go on other podcasts like this, I'll talk. I give you my opinions on my show. It's all about it's not about me. It's about me getting the tea for the listener. And I go there. So if there's something we have to talk about, we're not going to have a nice, friendly conversation. Like, we got to get the tea. We have to get the tea. Because that's what you guys want, right? Totally, totally. Yeah, I was just listening to your interview with Christina from Laguna Beach. And I was like, this is so nice because what other, like, podcasts get to talk to these people? (laughs) Especially, like, throwback shows like Laguna Beach. It's Laguna Beach is one of the best reality shows that's ever existed. Absolutely. It's so totally. good. I mean, and The Hills is back now. The Hills, New Beginnings. Yeah. Did you watch the premiere of that? I did. I have someone coming up from The Hills, New Beginnings. We just recorded two days ago. I, I love The Hills. I'm just obsessed with The Hills. It's all. I love it all. The city, Laguna, everything. I can't get enough. Me too. And I watched the premiere and when Spencer um, was throwing away his chicken pot pie and like took a huge bite, like I was dying. Like it's just these people were made for TV. Made for it. They're like the granddaddies, right? Like they know what they're doing. Yes. They're just all really good. Yeah. What interests you in celebrities? Like have you always been following them since you were a kid or is it's a newfound hobby. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I've always been into pop culture. I've always been into things, you know, like The Hills, The Simple Life, like 90210. It's just, I don't know. I just, I love, I mean, I'd rather talk about that stuff all day than like politics or anything going on in the real world. <laughs> it's just fun. It's fluff. It's easy. And so that's really why, you know, like now that I've done this podcast for like two years, I'm like, this is my true calling. Like, I and it's not it's turned into a business like I don't necessarily I don't only speak to people that like I love you know I mean it's it's a job I have people presented all the time to me and I'm like I don't watch that show I don't know anything about this person but yes this person is on brand just because I don't like them my audience will probably love this and you know so there are days where you're just like I have to go research because I don't know anything about who I'm about to speak to in three days so But, you know, for the majority, the most part, I speak to people that I am also 
into anyway. And so I'm like, this is a job and I'm getting to speak to people that I, I would love to speak to anyway. Like, how is this possible? You know, it's just, it's good. I love that. And has anyone really surprised you who you've interviewed? Like did they changed their opinion about themselves or were you just surprised that they were really nice or, or not so nice? I'm trying to think. I mean, I feel like one example, which I always give is like Charlie Burnett from Vanderpump Rules. She was like one of the five new people last season, smallest screen time. No one was talking about her. And I wasn't not interested in interviewing her because she's on the show. So let's, let's bring it on. But you know, I wasn't overly excited. I'm like, she's not Stassi. They have like, there's only so yes. much we're going to talk about here. And it turned out to be, she started talking about just like a casual thing about like, you know, and then I was filming and that was hard because like, you know, the girls wouldn't speak to me like in between takes. And she went on and told the story for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, wait, okay, let's just take a minute. Remember like nine minutes ago when you said like the girls wouldn't speak to you in between takes, like, I don't under like, what, what do you mean? Like, so like, then she went further. Like we were standing next to Stassi and Kristen and like they wouldn't, and it became this whole like mean girls hazing thing. And I'm like, oh, this is a story here. This is something. Yes. Like, so yeah. And then just more stuff like, you know, Jackson be laying in bed at night and text me and be bullying me. And like, it just became one of these things of like, oh, this quiet girl that's been on the screen for like two episodes, this is a story. So Totally. That really surprised me. And it literally is one of my highest rated episodes ever. So it just, that was a good lesson of like, you know, don't expect, and that's happened many other times where I've had someone come on and I'm like, I don't even, I'm not excited. This person isn't going to be that great. And they turn out to be just such a great interview or yeah, there's people that are, you think are going to be so fun and down with it. And just, and you're like, that was kind of dull. I mean, they like answered the questions, but it was like, I would ask a question. They would answer it, ask, answer. I'm like, there's no chemistry here. There's no interaction. So I feel like you can never tell. It's true. And like, I'll put out, you know, so sometimes I'll put out a show and I'll be like, and the audience will say like, oh my God, that was a great show. I loved it. And I'll just be thinking to myself, like, it was horrible, but but (laughs) thank you. I mean, so I mean, I think that people can't always tell. And I do think a lot of it is, like you're dealing with two human beings. So the, a lot of times I'm like, I might've loved this person if this interview were three days from now. Like maybe I'm just off today. Maybe they're having a bad day. So there's just other people where I'm like, I should love this person and vice versa. And maybe we just didn't, it was the day. It was the timing, it was moods. But then again, you're like, oh, I last past week I had Luann on, Countess Luann. So then there are times where you're like, uh, this is going to be great. And then it is great. And you're like, well, that's when exactly how I expected you because you never tell, could never tell. Yeah, that's so true. So today we're going to talk a little bit about Summer House and then... Honestly, like some of the best news I've had this year is the Benefer reunion. So let's get into Summer House. Did you enjoy season five? I mean, I enjoy I enjoy Summer House in general more than I did in the beginning. To me, I think it's like the little show that could. But I think Summer House was never good. And then it's like found its groove in like the past year or two. So I think it's like better than ever just as a show. I mean, this past season had its own strangeness to it. Did you like this past season? Yeah. Yes, I I did. I actually, I didn't think the Big Brother style of them living in the house and like being stuck there was going to work, but I actually really enjoyed it. I, I didn't 
miss as much of like the huge parties and stuff as I thought I would. But I hear that so often that people really didn't like seasons one through three and then have really enjoyed three, four, five. Like what obviously the cast change is probably the most obvious like change there was but what why do you think that is that there's such a not distaste but like not a lot of interests in the first couple seasons I don't know because like the show hasn't really changed that much other than yes other than the cast it just kind of I don't know I mean I think maybe part of it is housewife fatigue I think maybe part of it is like there's not as many new shows on Bravo, not even just because of Corona, but even like before, like season four, maybe it's just we've, you know, like Vanderpump Rules has gone away. I mean, I know it's coming back. I just think it's a lot of factors that somehow Summer House is just the show that out of nowhere, you're like, this is not so bad. Totally. Yeah. It like it easily is one of my favorite shows ever. And like really who would have thought yeah and it's from the first season yeah like I didn't like it at all the first season or two and I watched but I barely cared and I was like why are we watching and I guess it also is like you can see people's arcs like obviously Carl's arc like over the past five seasons have been like wild like a completely different person that people have really liked and like Kyle and Amanda now are more stable and stuff so there are things that we can like I guess hang our hats on but (laughs) yeah I just hear that so often yeah like it's good it's the past two seasons but this season like this season had its past season had its problems but I think it was the best season so far and I don't know why it's interesting though because I also find like there's a lot of Hannah Burner hate online well do you know the latest about Hannah Yes, yes. Well, okay, so she announced on Instagram that she's not returning. And then what I've seen so far is Kate Chastain, like, tweeting up a storm, hinting that she was, like, probably not asked back or, like, fired. What do you think about all of that? I would think Kate is onto something, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, I just don't think most people leave these shows on their own period especially when it's like her biggest thing yeah like she hasn't branched out to anything else and did you hear that other story that Kate just told her about how she I guess Hannah when chat room started said hey girl I had a really bad season and Kate was like why and she's like they all came for me and Kate was like why and she said well they're jealous of my success and that's when Kate was like red fucking flag I keep waiting because I loved Hannah and Paige as a duo but also individually seasons three and four and I keep waiting for Hannah to like turn this corner I don't know why I'm still like optimistic but like clearly this text exchange with Kate is like she she's too far gone did she i because I, I didn't see any responses from her like did she say stuff to like to kate no i don't think she said anything back last time i was checking was like late last night so maybe like eight hours ago so i don't think anything's dropped but and they're not sure what's going to happen with um chat room but it seems like she's going to be gone from chat room or is gone 
Jennifer is going to be gone. Yeah, Kate was also alluding that, like, chat room might not even come back. Right. That they're still, like, playing with the format. And I think she was saying she just didn't find it super successful because all of the women didn't want to talk shit about, like, their kind of colleagues and their colleagues' shows. And she was saying that she thinks it would be better with, like, random people so they feel more comfortable, like, you know, poking fun at what's going on. Almost like the people's couch then. I know, which honestly is also one of my, like, all-time favorite shows. I can't believe they didn't, like, renew that. I've had a lot of people on from that show. I had, like, Tina Sagund on and... Who else have I had from the people? Yeah, and I had like Craig Ramsey, who was also on Mule. So I've had a lot of people from the people's couch. I mean, but that's what, if that's the case that it's random people, that's what this show is going to be. I mean, that's like a whole different show. It's a whole different show. Or, I mean, you can get former Bravo celebrities then. I mean, that's, that's why it works with Kate, because she's not on a show, even though she was tied to below deck i mean in a way just get a bunch of former bravo libraries totally just so they don't have ties to what's currently going on but i think also maybe sometimes people are like well i could come back or i i might be working with this person one day so i don't want to like shit on their tv show (laughs) i could see all that yes Yeah, it didn't really work, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, listen, it's a thing of COVID, right? Like, I don't think this show ever would have gotten greenlit if it wasn't for we need content. Totally, and it needs to be filmed, yeah, all at your own houses. (laughs) Right, right, like it's perfect for COVID. Yeah, so we'll see where that goes. But yeah, it's, I don't know, do you ever hold out hope that, like, I was like, maybe Hannah's going to see, like, the criticism online. She's going to see what people are talking about. The reunion's going to happen. Like, do you, like, I thought that she was going to come into season six and maybe, like, I don't know, get real. But that's obviously never going to happen. What did you think? No, and I think, like, you know, listen, I think it's a combination of things. I don't think it's because of this whole, like, I'm canceled and all that stuff she said about mental health. Like, I don't think that's necessarily the reason why. I just think it's hard. Like, look, you have to, like, you have to have tension with people when you're on these shows. And you have to bring it and show up and do your job. But you can't completely alienate yourself like Danielle Staub or like Aliane Locken. Because like when the whole cast doesn't want to film with you, except like one person, there's nothing that they can do. It's like that's when you back yourself into a corner and you have to go. Do you know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think I don't think it's because just I don't think the mental health stuff helped her case. I just think it's a combination of that plus like nobody wants anything to do with you. Like, how is that going to work next season? How? I looked at the post and who liked it and like who commented on it. And so far, I'm pretty sure it's only Sierra. I really feel like Paige might be like trying to kind of like distance herself from Hannah and like no one else seems to be supporting her. You'll find her. You'll find out if Paige is a real friend through this. Right. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, she's going to remain on the show and she wants her paycheck. So this will be a test of who Hannah's real friends are. You know, what did you think of Paige at like the reunion and stuff being like, 
I wanted to stay neutral. I mean, mind you, I'm more interested. Why is nobody talking about? I mean, I want to know why Kate Chastain, who's the executive producer of Bravo Chatroom, why she left being in front of the camera. That's what I would like a clear answer on. Yeah, I was wondering, is that still like an unknown? I think it's an unknown. I don't think it's ever really been discussed. There's like articles written about it in speculation, but I don't think it's known. Like, I don't think she's ever said this is why I'm no longer on the show. Yeah, I was wondering that too. And I was wondering if she was still an EP, but it looks like she is. Yeah. But it seems like she does have different, maybe like she wants to take it in a different direction that other than other people do. Yes. Yes and yes. I mean, it's a good idea for a show. I just don't understand like, okay, if she was having problems with Hannah, which it sounds like she does. Well, it's your show. So why are you not? I mean, I don't think that's the reason. I just don't understand why she's not on it. But Paige remaining neutral, like, okay, listen, we're going to see. I think it's it's a great chance for Paige. We're going to see a much different Paige now without Hannah. Like, what is that going to be like? Is she going to interact with Lindsay and Danielle? I don't see that, really. I know. I'm like, she'll have to bring another one of her friends or something because it seems like the OG cast does not get along with, like, the newbies at this point. Exactly. I guess she has Amanda. She has, she'll have Amanda and, like, she hangs out with Carl and And, and Sierra. Stuff, but yeah, I'm excited. And then... Of course, there's Summer House Winter Charm coming up. Are you excited for that? I mean, not really. I'm not not <laughs> I'm not not excited for it, but I would have been more excited if it was like a truly mixed house. Like, yeah. It's mostly Summer House with like a little bit of Southern Charm in there. I would have rather like two people from Summer House, two people from Southern Charm. Okay, take two people from Vanderpump Rules, take two people from maybe two house kids, maybe like Brielle Beerman and like Frankie Jr. You know what I mean? I I would have been more interested if it was like a whole bunch of mixed strangers. This is like all of Summer House, more or less, and a lot of Southern Charm. That's not such a mix up to me yeah it's like Craig and Austin and then like Sierra Paige yeah Amanda Luke I'm pretty sure Lindsay I saw like that five second clip they posted and it was them doing like a tug of war in the snow is it gonna be more like gamesy than their other tv shows or is it just like straight up reality tv i thought it was straight up reality tv i hope so because when i saw the tug of war i was like this isn't something i'm interested in watching this is super boring Uh, i i just i mean that's i just think that they're grasping at straws because of covid and like they don't know where their content's coming from the vibe was just really bachelor winter games and I was like, I hope it's not going to be like that. I know. I know. I was like, I don't I don't really care to see these people like competing in like Olympic sports or whatever. Like, It's not interesting to me. No, I hope that's I mean, I didn't even think of that, but I hope that's not what it's going to be. We'll see. I always love the actual like summer aspect of summer house um, just because it feels like, you know, a getaway and it's so different from the life that I lead so winter house I'm like Ugh, I don't I'm also just like not super interested in you know the locale and stuff yeah 
Yes and yes. I mean, I'm not not excited. Like, I'll, I'll watch it, but it's not oh, like... Oh, yeah, I'll be tuning in. <laughs> it's not like, oh, wow, this is the most brilliant idea ever. I would be more excited if it was like a mixed cast. Totally, yeah. Just like to even out the playing field a little bit and stuff, so... And if it was going to be a mixed cast, like, I think you should take all, you know, try for the singles because that's where all the excitement's going to happen, you know, as opposed totally. to... Like Amanda's not going to cheat on Kyle in, in the winter house. Like, you know, it's like you want this interaction of like what's going to happen. So you're you're right. And I think that's also why I'm so excited for season six of Summer House, because now like Carl seems to be like on the straight and narrow. Danielle has always been like more quiet. Kyle and Amanda are like together. So I feel like they do need to introduce some singles. I think so, too. I had Danielle, I had Danielle and Luke on my podcast this past season. Like Danielle is like very underrated. She's like the nicest person. Yes. She's real. She's not trying for fame. I mean, she has a real job. Like Danielle's like, like, what's the word? Like, she's like a hidden gem that if people just scratch the surface, like sh- there's a lot there. She has easily become my favorite. She seems like the most normal, the she person is. that I'd want to hang out with. She's stunning. She's so smart. I love her new boyfriend. Or it's probably not new at this point. <laughs> she's listen. She's a good one. Just a real high point in the like reality TV world where people can be like, you know, kind of mean or like catty and really fame hungry and stuff which I love to watch obviously but she seems just really down to earth yes and yes I like her like I think it'll be great when it comes back I guess maybe they'll be looking for a new cast member you know I mean I think they're gonna try to work Danielle's boyfriend in more I mean you know he's around so like I think you know maybe that'll be it it'll just be him and we'll see what happens but I think it's good and we'll have like a good Like, I'll wait for it to come back. I'm okay with Hannah not being there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what happens with Paige. And I hope that more tea is spilled as, like, Hannah news rolls out. I'm, like, checking Reddit every hour today. (laughs) Keep checking, because, like, I'm curious myself. Yeah. I mean, listen, Kate Chastain is not, she doesn't lie. Like this is no one's questioning whether this is true or not. Like, yes, I'm sure Hannah said those exact words to her. And I'm sure that's just how it went down. Honestly, like no one's questioning that it's, you could see it. So what, like a tragic story, like it went to your fucking head. I just feel like at this point in like the landscape of reality TV, we've seen so many people who, like, even Heidi and Spencer, like, who just get overproduced, overcreating storylines or just, like, too big for their britches. And, like, look how all of those people kind of, like, the path that they lead that I'm so surprised that people are, like, really doing that nowadays. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I just think people can't help themselves. You have so many cautionary tales to learn yes. from, but you don't. And it's just, yes. like... Your no one is invincible. It will never happen. And especially like this is summer house, like no offense. You're not like, you know, Countess Land in your, you know, gazillion season of housewives or like Kyle Richards, who's been on Beverly Hills since the beginning. You have like two seasons, three seasons under your belt. Like you're so replaceable, sweetie. Like, how could you not know that? Totally. Of like a smaller Bravo TV show and 
yeah, this was like really her claim to fame. I think she was like had a following from bitches before Summer House, but like not to probably the extent, obviously, that no. she does now. So, and it fades, you know? So it's like, and I mean, people just people aren't going to put up with that. So, like, if you're going to yeah. treat people that way and that's how you're going to go out, it's not like you're going to, there's going to be any love loss between you and the audience. 100%. And I hate that I'll probably have to start listening to Burning in Hell and Giggly Squad to to hear what she uh, says after this. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll wait for that. I, I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet. <laughs> I just want to get yeah I'm sure she'll like talk about it on one of her podcasts so I'm like I'll tune in for that piece just to hear what she has to say I hope that maybe this is like a reflective time for her and she she does learn from all of this and that she like is able to make amends with those those people on Summer House because you know like they were friends with her at one point so it's always sad to see but yeah she has a lot of reflection to do exactly yes okay so this is like a throwback. <laughs> this is we're we're digging into like early 2000s. And maybe that's why this is so fun. But rumor has it Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck have reunited. What do you think about all of this? <sighs> I'm not here for it. I'm just not. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Because you think it's like a backslide for... Jennifer Lopez or yeah. what? <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't think Alex was so great, but like, you know, first of all, you're Jennifer Lopez. So let's just take this in for just a minute. Forget about the beauty. I mean, I've seen Jayla live in Vegas. Like the woman is not normal. Like, and forget the fact that you're doing all this at like 50 years old she is like a freak of nature. She's so talented, triple quadruple threat. Like, I don't know. And this is nothing to do like with Ben Affleck and his substance issues. Like I'm not, there's no judgment. It's just like, can't you do better than this? Like Ben is it's yes, it's a step back and not for nothing. I think Jennifer Lopez has her own damn issues. Like you can't like, I get it. She loves love. As my friend Patty Stanger says, she loves love. I've talked to Patty about this the other day on the phone. She's like, Jennifer loves love. I get it. But like, can't you take a minute to yourself? Like, do you have to be in a relationship this fast? Totally. I know. I know. Like, she just broke off an engagement. And then, and apparently they've been emailing since like February. So that also seemed, I don't know, that if if it's true that they're back together, it just gave no breathing time for for her between relationships and he also like it, it wasn't too long ago that he broke up with Anna de Armas that that wasn't years ago that was this year so like both of them I don't get it and then the only other thing is or is JLo just such a brilliant marketer yes. and she's like yes. Uh, well, first of all, the whole thing with her and Alex, I don't buy. Like when this all came out and they're like, we're going to work on our relationship. I don't buy that. I think it ended then. And they just wanted to control the narrative. And so they just said that just to buy like two more months and then do it on their own terms. But now is she like, I'm so sick of everyone talking about me and Alex. I'm going to give you all something else to talk about. And at least you can forget about this man who did me dirty. You can talk about me, but I don't want you to talk about the man that did me dirty anymore. Right. 
and this, it worked. No one's talking about Alex Rodriguez so much anymore. No, and I actually think that that is actually more realistic than them being back together. Like, I truly believe that she knows how to do PR and what would literally, like, break the internet. And it's... uh, This is it. I mean, who else could she have gone to? And, I mean, is he in on it? Is he not in on it? I don't know. I'm not so sure. I think he also would be in on it because that Raya video of him being like, it's me, it just came out, which was like the creepiest thing I've like ever seen. I looked so desperate. I just, I think he's only benefiting from this. And also it's like, I have not thought Ben Affleck was like a catch or hot since like 2004. (laughs) And then he's back with Jennifer. I'm like, oh my God. Like, (laughs) yeah, I love the music video of them together and like couple goals and stuff. So it's only benefiting him. I feel like also people are just longing for this nostalgia. Like obviously we've seen all these early 2000s trends coming back. So it's just... It's very on the nose that we also see this reunion this year. <laughs> it's weird, but I'm just, I'm not here for it. I think she could do so much better and just take a minute to yourself, girl. I know. I never want to be one of those people that are like, oh, she like super bounced from relationship to relationship. But like, that's kind of the timeline. So yeah, it it is a good to just, you know, hang out with yourself for a little bit and then... And then maybe get into a relationship. I think that they were just one of the biggest couples also. Like they were kind of the blueprint for a lot of like tabloid couples. So I think it's also just interesting that again like 20 years later they're using the same mechanism to like you know get more fame or change the narrative or whatever. Because they were like one of the first couples I ever saw in like people and you know, out for lunch and walking down the street and just followed like we know celebrities are now. Well, then the other thing is, you know, the third category that I thought is like, is this just like, let me make Alex jealous. I don't think she wants him back, but I, there, you know, I think she wants the media to get away from him. But I also think, I mean, you like, you did you see that thing the other night where he was sitting at dinner and there were three places set and people are like, what is that? Like, is that saying it that's for Jennifer and her two children, like Max and Emmy? Like, I think Alex is missing, like realizing like, oh shit, like, yeah, buddy, you messed this up. But like, didn't you think this through, Alex? Like, didn't you think like what I'm doing over here might lose me this woman? Like, and that's not what I want. Like, I don't know. Like, you don't you don't think that through before you do certain things. Well, there was also that weird Instagram video where he posted like the Coldplay song and was like scanning over like a bunch of like pictures and stuff of them together. And I just feel like she was like, OK, this is like too much. <laughs> like, I have to be the one that's like the winner of this breakup. Um, what can I do? Be pictured in Big Sky, Montana with Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Who is a potential suitor for JLo? Like, you're right. She's an enigma. She's, like, in her 50s. Who is worthy of, of Jennifer Lopez's love? That's a good question. I mean, I feel I'm trying to think, like, anyone, like, famous. To me, I see Jennifer Lopez, like, the same as Kim Kardashian. I think they need like very, very, very wealthy businessmen, like not entertainment, not actor, not 
I mean, the thing is, who in the entertainment business that's a man is going to be able to rival or surpass or be equal to Jennifer Lopez? I mean, it's a hard, tall order. I mean, Brad Pitt is available. So I think they should both be with like really wealthy, worldly, international like businessmen that just right that just do you know that work as hard as they do play as hard as they do and have nothing to do with the entertainment business maybe related but not necessarily totally I really find that celebrity couples work out when you're right one of them is like famous but another one's like an equally successful real estate mogul or right like an heir to whatever business and like look at um George Clooney and Amal like she's brilliant and what she does I mean they have a lot in common with like you know foreign policy and all but like they technically have different businesses that they they travel in the same circles but they do different businesses day to day yeah because I was thinking that like a George Clooney type person for Jennifer but like you're totally right like I honestly think when people are outside of the business, it just works out so much better. Yeah. There was someone recently who got engaged and people looked up her fiance's. I can't remember who it was, her fiance's Instagram. And it was like, oh, he has like 450 followers. Like this is like (laughs) perfect for that. For, for them. I can't remember who it There's was. There's nothing but wrong with that. Like, oh, they lead a successful life, but just doing something totally different. So we'll see how it all plays out. Will we ever know if it's fake or I guess we'll know if it's real, if they like come out as back together and like all of this stuff. But yeah, I guess who who knows if this fizzles out, we'll know that it was just a PR stunt and that she's a brilliant businesswoman. <laughs> yes. It's going to be interesting to see what happens for sure. Okay. Well, there'll be an update a few months down the road to see who was right, if it was all staged or not. I just don't think this is the end game. I just don't. I'm waiting for that like rom-com moment for JLo. Yeah. I thought that was Alex. I really did. And mind you, if it's not going to work out with you and JLo and you have to fuck that up, I mean... Fine, but Madison LaCroix from Southern Charmed? What? That's the biggest thing is that the catalyst for all of this is Madison LaCroix. I mean, I'm confused. I'm confused. Totally. The domino effect, she's the one pushing, and the end is uh, Benefer 2.0. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And This was fun. I'll come back anytime you want. Hopefully, if people want five days a week of interviews, they can listen to Behind the Velvet Robe. Very different than all this. You won't hear me talk. You'll just hear me ask questions and try to get a <laughs> bunch of tea. I will not give you my opinion on anything. It's all about the Bravo Liberty. We just had Luann on from New York. We had a bunch of Dallas ladies. And I'm telling you, the next few weeks, and I'm not just saying this, we have sometimes, and this is said with no ego, I cease to amaze myself. I have gotten people that I've been going after for about two years, the major, major, major Beverly Hills housewife that I've really been stalking for years, I finally am able to say is coming on and a major, major, major blast from the Bravo past. We've already had Jonathan Anton. We've already had Patty Stanger. 
But go back at your Bravo history. We have someone huge. I have wanted this person literally for two years and I finally got them to record. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. And there's no ego. It's just like excitement. I love that. You'll like it. That's amazing. Just think of- I'm so excited. Think of the Bravo past. And if people want to- Check it out on Instagram. It's at Behind Velvet Robe. Yeah. And what's your what's your Instagram? Mine is at David Yontef, just Y-O-N-T-E-F, or at Behind Velvet Robe. And that's me on Instagram. I respond to everyone. Not Facebook, not Twitter. Those all fall to the B list, but Instagram is really me. So reach out and say hi. Definitely listen to Behind the Velvet Rope. It's found on all major platforms and it is so fun to listen to and like it is really fun to you know just hear candid conversation from you know all of our faves love it so but i'll come back on this was fun thank you thanks for coming on and there you have it thank you so much for listening and thank you so much david for joining me on this episode of ready to be petty If you liked today's episode, the best thing you can do for me and the pod is tell a friend who you think would like listening to RTBP. It's so much fun when we get to, you know, chat together about all of these fascinating news stories. And of course, you can follow me on all socials at RTBP podcast. I hope that you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.